Now that's the song I should have been using the whole time, huh? For those of you that are uh, looking. Oh, you should have three things right now. Uh, make sure you have, uh, you should have one God sheet, you should have one paper clip, and you should have one pen. Does everyone have one of those things? All three of those things? And uh, look at those nifty clipboards so you don't have to poke your leg with your, uh, with your pen. Isn't that nice? Okay, so um, we're gonna start out with our shots. Ready? What do we do? Love God and we love others. And what do we say? I love God and I love you. Amen. So in the last, last month, we've been looking at lessons that we can learn when the, uh, from when the Israelites were in the wilderness uh, before they entered the promised land. Lessons like we're never alone, uh, that God is with us even when we're idiots, that uh, we were challenged to have just God and, and not God and something else. And we saw the importance last week of living a successful life, but that has to come together. And so uh, we already viewed our boring sort of video, but I always try to do a little bit stuff for the kids. So I have a Thanksgiving sort of less, little less boring video for our kids to watch and for the adults uh, for your entertainment as well. So let's check out that uh, first, uh, that gobble, gobble video. There are so many songs about Christmas, the reindeer, the lights and the gifts we sing chestnuts are roasting and marshmallows toasting and here comes old jolly saint nick now don't get me wrong i sure love all those songs but one holiday gets left out you see no one remembers a song for november but that's gonna change starting now gobble gobble one Gobble, gobble, two. Gobble, gobble, me. Gobble, gobble, you. Listen to me now. Gobble, gobble, three. Gobble, gobble, four. Gobble, gobble, please. Can I have some more?
after, but there'll be no food fights, okay? So don't get any bad ideas, kids. That will be, not be happening. So today we're finishing our series uh, with a final lesson. Even while lost in the wilderness, there is reason to be thankful. So our last lost lesson is about Thanksgiving on this Thanksgiving Sunday. I'd like you to see it here in Exodus, and uh, that's what we've been working through. Exodus 33. As Moses went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance while the Lord spoke to Moses. Whenever the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, they all stood and they worshipped, each at the entrance of their own tent. So the cloud was a visual reminder of God's presence with the people. When they realized God's presence was with them, their reaction was to worship him. So when God's presence came, they're like, oh, God's here, and then we turned our hearts to worship. God's presence in our lives is the basis for all the worship and all the thanksgiving that we have. But it, we can easily forget to be thankful. I, I'm thinking about this Sunday, like, there's a lot going on. There's kids here. There's food here. There's drums in the back. There's like, uh, some of us were here early and setting up and cleaning, and, and then you got maybe some stuff to do in the afternoon, and there's all these kind of things, and then we're going to say thanksgiving... And we're going to say, like, God, we want to worship you. But, but there's all this other stuff going on. And, and God gave a reminder to the Israelites, say, hey, like, when my presence comes there, you just got to take a pause for a second and worship and thank me. And so uh, we look at our sheep this morning. I'd like you to notice what's on the very center of that. See, God is at the very center of this. So everything we're doing today is, is God, we're, we're putting our mind back on you. Yeah, we're going to eat and that's going to be awesome, but we're putting our mind on you. And as believers, like non-believers, they, they celebrate Thanksgiving. They can be thankful for stuff as well. But as believers, it's different because it's just not a sort of thanks to other people or thanks to the cosmos. It's thanks to the living God who, who cares for us, who walks with us. And so God is the center, the basis of our thanksgiving. And so this morning, as we're together saying we want to have a thanksgiving service, what we want to have one is a thanksgiving to God for all that he does for us, for who he is, and this kind of stuff. And so uh, we can easily forget that kind of stuff, to be thankful, because of the wilderness of our life, so to speak, or just maybe regular everyday stresses, business, distractions, school, friend, baseball, all sort of stuff can help us, uh, can cause us to lose sight of God's goodness to us. And so, like with the Israelites, the cloud came just this morning. If we had a fog machine, we'd turn it on right now, and God's cloud would come, and we'd be like, God, we're going to pause, and we're going to worship, we're going to thank you. And this is one reason that the Israelites were in the wilderness, uh, that while the Israelites were in the wilderness, God gave them a template for thanksgiving. So God said, when I come, and you come and worship with, I'm going to give you, and then God gave them some rules for when they were going to give a thanksgiving to God. Uh, they, they did it in a form of a sacrifice. In Leviticus 22, God tells them, look, when you bring a, a sacrifice as a thanks offering to, to the Lord, sacrifice it in such a way that it will be accepted on your behalf. And then he gave them a bunch of rules on how to do this. Like, how, how can you bring your right sacrifice to God? How can you make sure it's the right kind of sheep and lamb? How can you kill it in the right way? How can you eat it in the right way? How can you get it to God in the right way? And for them, he gave a whole bunch of rules. And, and I think for us, God doesn't, we don't follow the same sacrificial system, but the idea is the same idea. When God's presence comes and we want to worship him and we want to give him a thanksgiving offering, make sure that we're doing it in such a way that, that it's honoring to God. So we're not just coming to say thanks like, oh yeah, go through the motions or whatever, but, but say, God, I have you in the center of my, my 
paper here. I have it in the center of my mind, in the center of my heart. And when I'm going to give some thanksgiving, in just a minute we're going to do this together. As I'm going to give this thanksgiving, God, I want to do it because I love you, because you love me. God, I want you to be the center of the thanksgiving, not the thanksgiving being the center of thanksgiving, if that makes any sense, right? It's not thanks for thanks sake. It's thanks to God for God's sake. Sacrifice it in such a way that it would be acceptable on your behalf. So this was part of their regular church service. They didn't have quite church service like we do, but, but it was part of their regular worship. And it's easy to get into the habit of only giving our prayer requests to God. I think we do this pretty well, right? I think most of us pray pretty often. You say, God, help my grandma not to be sick, and God, help these friends of mine and praying for these missionaries, and I pray the church goes, and we have all these requests. But sometimes we forget that part of our prayer and part of our talking to God and part of our give back to God, we, we worship Him in singing, but part of it is to worship God in thanksgiving, to intentionally say, God, I'm going to recognize you in these things that are going on in my life. We've got to include that time of thanksgiving in our worship to Him. Because we easily start to forget about God's goodness if we're not intentional about sharing our thankfulness to God. Thanks to God helps remind us that this life is about Him, not about us. Recentering, putting God at that center again, reminds it that, that it's not about my circumstances, it's not about my things, it's not about my material, it's about it is about God, and it refocuses me. And so today, here in Thanksgiving service, I wanted us to be intentional about telling God our thanks for all that he's done for us. And so I've broke it down into five categories, which I want you guys to be filling out on your sheet. This is a participation one, uh, and you'll get a, a, grade, a letter grade, and it will affect, it'll go on your permanent record, uh, and it might affect your uh, college entrance, young people, so make sure to do this well. Uh, to walk through this, uh, I've broken it down into five categories where we're going to give thanks. And, and uh, you have that piece of paper. You see the five categories all written right around here. And throughout the sermon, what I want you to do is I want you to either write down with words, if you're a word person, uh, something that comes to mind when we're talking about that section, or if you're a picture person, uh, just draw a picture for that. So kids, uh, if you want to misspell stuff, that's fine. And if you want to draw stuff, that's fine. If that's your particular gift, whichever you want to do. So just put it in that category as we talk about it. And at the end of service, we're going to give these, so we don't burn animals or have an animal sacrifice, but in lieu of an animal sacrifice, we're going to give these over to God. So uh, don't leave it blank because then you'll feel awkward at the end, trust me. You'll want to put something on here. And so even if you're too close for school, raise your hand if you don't have a paper, a pen, and a clothespin. You'll need all three of those things. Does anyone not have that? Uh, Pastor Peter will run it by over here. Or Jerry will grab it for you because he's already up anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. All right, so the first reason, the first category we're going to look at is God's character. You see that in the upper left part here, who he is. Psalm 107.1 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. So, so get, get, just give thanks to God because of who He is. One of the attributes of God is God is just good all the time. He, he, you know what we say that? God is good all the time, all the time. God is good, right? Because His love endures forever. His love never fails. God is love. God is truth. God is loving. And that love is permanent and forever. God is all-knowing. That's one of His attributes, His character traits. He's all-powerful. He's perfect and He's righteous and He never changes all the positive things about Himself. God never changes and that's an amazing thing about Him. And so I often, when I give thanksgiving to God in my prayer time, I often always start with praising God for who He is. 
And one of the things I always say is that, God, I thank you that you are righteous. I think that, thank you that you're perfect, because in our world, there's a lot of stuff that's messed up. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't go right. And then there's a lot of stuff, and I, I know I've done some bad things, some evil things. There's a lot of evil in this world, and I'm so thankful that God is not part of that. That he has never once had an evil thought, he's never once hurt somebody, he's never once like a, a been evil or morally corrupt in any way. And so I'm so thankful for that. And so uh, here's, here's what I put for my God's character. I, I got uh, my picture right here. Uh, so since not my, many of you may be as good of artists as I am, but that's all right. Don't, you know, I won't judge you. So I put perfect love, that God is without sin, and uh, that, that God is true and always right. He's powerful, got a bicep there. and and that he's triune. That's something about God, just his character, just who he is that, that I am thankful for. And then the second one we see is, is the grace here on the next, uh, to the right of there. God's gift of grace. Grace is God's favor for us. It's his undeserved love. And, and as I like to always say, it's God's lean towards you. He's actually interested in leaning towards you. In 1 Corinthians 1 and 4, it says, I always thank my God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. See, grace provides that way to heaven. And, and if you've never heard this before, or if you've never asked Jesus, this is a perfect time. Great day today to say, God, I want to receive your gift of salvation. If you're a young person, you've been hearing about Jesus and you've never done that, today is a fantastic day to do that. Say, God, I want to, I want to thank you for saving me, for loving me. And that's that first step of grace, that, that we receive salvation through Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But then grace also allows us to experience God's love day by day in our life. Grace allows us to walk in the light of God. Even when I mess up, grace meets us and restores us. And, and, and when we turn back to God, God receives us back. That's, grace does that for us. Grace is not just that moment. It is a moment that sparks a rest of the lifetime where I need to walk in grace this morning. I need to say, God, I need you fresh again today. I want to walk with you again right now, God. So I'm so thankful that God always forgives me. No matter what you did last night, no matter what you did on the way here, no matter what you did during your week, God always forgives you. His grace and His lean is towards you. He always loves you. He's never like, ah, oh, you're too bad, I don't love you anymore. That is not how God navigates. He forgives me, He loves me no matter what. And so here's my picture for that one. I got a, I got a shower of grace coming down from God. His love and His light just pouring. That was me in the center. See the likeness? The, maybe that's a younger picture of me. And the next category we want to give thanks to God for is life circumstances. That's like things that have happened in your life, things that are good that are going on in your life. In 1 Corinthians 5.18, it says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks in all circumstances. So circumstances are events or things that happen. Like uh, maybe you had a fun vacation, or maybe you got a great new job, or your kids are healthy this week. I know a few of our families are joining online, so welcome, and, and it's because your kids are sick. And so um, that's a tough thing to be when your kids are sick, and so maybe you can be thankful if your kids are healthy at this time. Maybe you had an exciting birthday party, young people, or maybe you had a trip to Disneyland. Uh, that That is a life circumstance. Uh, for our older folks, maybe it's a promotion or a new a new job even, or a new position at work, that kind of thing. And, and so we got to give thanks in all circumstances, though. I'm listing some of the good ones, and those are nice to write down. But even in difficult circumstances, we can find space to give thanks to God. 
thank you, God, that you don't abandon me, even when life is tough. Maybe, maybe you didn't get a new job, but you lost your job. But we can thank God even in bad circumstances, which is crazy because that doesn't work in the, in the non-Christian world. We only get to do this because we know God loves us no matter our circumstances. And so we can thank God. God, thank you even though I'm in a tough time that you are walking with me, that I am not alone in this circumstance. And so for me, one of the circumstances that's in my life that I'm really thankful for is that God allows me to be a pastor and he allows me to be a pastor of this church. And so I, I drew, drew that right here. Let's see if you can recognize that. Oh, doesn't that look like the front? Like pretty much exactly. You thought it was a... You thought it was a photo, but that I, I actually just drew that. I know. I was just trying to show off with all my pictures, in case you didn't know. I, I'm, I might be better with words than I am with pictures. <laughs> Our fourth category is people. In 1 Thessalonians 3.9, it says, How can we thank God enough for you? How can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy we have in the presence of our God because of you. How can we thank God enough for you? And so here's, here's the apostle uh, uh, Paul saying, like, I, I thank God for the people that are in my life. And remember, it's, it's God-centered. God, thank you for these people. God, we are magnifying you because you brought this person in. God, same as with our circumstances. God, we thank you for this circumstance. And, and so now... We want to not just thank people. That's a good thing to do. Maybe on Thanksgiving you get to thank people and you tell them how, you know, maybe you go around the table and tell them your family how much you love them, that sort of stuff, and that's fantastic. But we want to do it just like that, but a slightly different, where we're saying, God, I thank you for the people that are in my life. God, I thank you for bringing right folks that are around me and coming around me. So who is it, so who is the you in your life that you can be thankful for? Who is the you that God has brought into your life? So what you do you have in mind? Maybe you have a, uh, a great friend, or maybe you have a special connection with your, your pastor or one of the other church members. Or uh, Kids, you better put your mom and dad's name. Uh, you probably just, just write it in there, trust me. Uh, you need to have that on there. Um, maybe maybe uh, it's your grandma or your harmony, obosan, abuela, nainai, however you want to say her name. Um, maybe it's a grandparent. So which people in your life are you thankful for? And go ahead and uh, write that in there, right there. So I, I have a ton of people, and I couldn't sort of narrow it down, so I, so I drew this one. Yeah, that's just pretty much everybody. I, I, yeah, that's all my friends. Got JRC people there. Got my family there. I got uh, uh, my, my kids and wife, and they kind of somewhere in there. I know it looks like stick figures, but so much more. That's my heart right there. So thank you, God, for these people. God, thank you, God, that you allow me to be around great people, that you allow me to be loved by people. Thank you, God, that you created other people that I get to navigate this life with. And our, our, our fifth category is a, a really great one. It's just called everything else. So this is a nice catch-all phrase. And believe it or not, it's just biblical. I'm not, these are not, none of my opinions. We've been seeing the scriptures, right? So Ephesians 5 says this, Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God for, for everything. <laughs> yeah, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So in Ephesians it says, look, you just got to thank God for everything. So what kind of everythings can we thank God for? And then maybe you have some weird, weird ones like uh, uh, puppies and bunnies. Ice cream. Uh, I thank God for ice cream and air conditioners. Those are like some of my personal favorites. 
Uh, maybe you, you thank God for your Xbox or baseball or the gym. I've never once thanked God for the gym, but I know some of you probably thank God for the gym. Long walks, beautiful skies, starlit nights, cool breezes. Thank goodness it's cool. When my car runs every day and it doesn't break down, then that makes me so thankful. That's on everything. Because I used to have a car when I was younger that, that broke down half the time. It was about a 60-40. I would go to my car in the morning and I would say, oh, come on, come on. Is it a walk day or a drive day? And it's, duh, 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 duh. it's a walk day, darn it. And then I'd have to walk to school. Um, and then sometimes uh, it would start and I would get to drive to school. And so it was fantastic. So, but now my car runs every day. And uh, I'm like, woo, so bougie, right? My car runs all the time. Now, that's not a big deal if you've never lived the opposite. It is a huge deal. I love that my car runs every day. Thank you, Hondas. Uh, I eat like awesome. I, I eat awesome food all the time. I never starve, clearly. <laughs> I uh, fast sometimes spiritually, but never because I can't afford food. I, I eat meals, and uh, I happen to marry uh, the greatest chef on the planet, and so uh, I eat fantastic meals that are freshly cut and fresh made. We don't even eat leftovers. We're like, the cook will make more. And uh, she always does. <laughs> and so, uh, fantastic. And, uh, but for this one, um, about a month ago, we got, a, we got a new cat. We took in a stray cat. Our son found it and shaved its hair and pulled its fleas off and then gave it to us. Thanks, son. And, uh, but it's been a lot of fun. So I, I drew our cat. Uh, so... Um, and you're like, that cat looks sad. Um, but this is actually my best drawing because our cat's from the street, and so it's like super, super skinny. So it has like no meat or fur because my son shaved it thinking that was a good idea. And so it's shaved, and it's like you can see its ribs and stuff and like all its bones. So that's, that's actually ribs, not, not fur on it because that's how my cat looks. <laughs> so um, feel free to be filling out this, uh, this page right now. In a second, we're going to have some lunch together, and that's going to be a continuation of our worship. We're not going to stop our worship. We're going to like sing some songs, and, and I'm going to pray a little bit, but that's going to be a continued part of our worship. And uh, In just a moment, I'm going to play a, a Thanksgiving video. This is a little bit serious one. It's like a four-minute video about Thanksgiving to God. And, and as that video plays, I want you to finish up your drawing or your writing, and, and then I want to, uh, th I'm going to run a line across here. There's going to be a line up here uh, like a closed line. And uh, I want you to come and I want you to pin your, uh, take your closed pin and I want you to pin your offering, your thanksgiving offering to God as an act of worship and service to Him. So we're going to all come up and there may not be enough space to be all spread out so they can overlap. God can still see them. Now, I'd probably fold a corner and do it. Otherwise, if you just try to do it this way, it might slip off and you're like, oh no, my offering fell. So just if you feel guilty about that. And so um, if you're joining us online, some of you are live joining us online, I'd like you in the chat uh, section right now, you're going to type out yours as an act of worship. And there's some people who watch this not live. And so if you're watching this service and it's not live, I'd like you to go into the comments section and I want you to write out the Thanksgiving that you have. Now that's going to be for the whole public to see. But just like us, we're having a public worship service. And we're going to do this as an offering to God. And so I want you to take a second and finish this up. And I want you to pray it through for a moment before you come up. To say, God, you're the center of this. 
you're the center of this. God, you're the center of my family and my circumstances and my everything. God, you're the center of all of it. And I want to give this to you. Now, it's, it's just a piece of paper, but it's more than that. It's our heart's thanksgiving to God. And so you want to do that. And so um, we're going to start that video, and then I'll set up the, the line here, and you'll see what to do.